we're going to talk about how to introduce a new adult dog into homes with other adult dogs, dog or dogs. Now, when we bring an adult dog into our home, our goal is to end up with a calm, well-mannered, compliant dog that fits safely into our home and gets along with everybody in our family. Uh, as a professional dog trainer, we call it our family pack. Uh, our goal, or the manner in which we do this, is to go slowly and err on the side of safety. We don't want dog fights. We don't want a new dog to come into our house and fight with one of our existing dogs, or we don't want one of our existing dogs fighting with a new dog because the new dog had inappropriate behavior when it first came in. So, when we bring a dog in, we take the time it takes to make that new dog and our existing dog or dogs know that this new dog is part of our family. Now, there's the old wives tale that people will say, just throw them together and let them work it out. That's exactly what it is, a dangerous old wives tale. If you go to my webpage where people send me photographs of how they get bit in a dog fight, and most of the dog fights and pictures from that page are from people trying to break up a dog fight uh, between their own dogs, you're gonna think long and hard about just throwing your dogs together. So in the beginning, the way we deal with multiple dogs is we have a dog crate for each dog. We will put, uh, if we have to, we'll put the new dog in a crate in a different room. Uh, if the dog is not vocal, uh, we can try putting the crates in the same room, maybe not right next to one another. If a dog is vocal, we'll cover the crate with a sheet if we have to. One of the things we do when we get new dogs is um, we always feed the dogs in their crate. We always feed the dogs at the same time every day, and we try and have the same person feed the dog at the same time every day in the dog crate. So that goes on for the rest of his life. Our dogs know when they get fed, they get fed in their dog crate. Dogs have an internal clock in their head. We feed our dogs at about five o'clock every day. Come 4.30, our dogs are getting restless because they're hungry, we keep our dogs thin, uh, and they know that it's time to eat. And Cindy feeds the dogs, so she's the one that has the, the food pre-made, and they go get it. Uh, she goes and gets it and puts it in the crate. We don't put dog food out in bowls. Food and toys are triggers for dog fights. So we just eliminate them. We don't leave toys laying around our house, especially when we bring a new dog in. We have toys, but we bring them out. The dogs quickly learn through our training that the toys are our toys. They're not the dog's toys, and we don't let the dogs interact with toys for a long, long time, and sometimes never. Now, we will work to the point where one dog, our existing house dog, can be loose in the house while the new dog is in a dog crate. So the new dog, or pardon me, our existing dog can run around the house have free reign because it's already learned manners, it knows what, it, what we expect in the house, and the new dog sees what's going on. When the time comes that we want to get the new dog out, we put our existing dog in the crate, we will go and get the new dog, and, and we will put him on a leash. We don't let a new dog have free reign of our house. We never do. We always control the environment that the new dog is in, and for a long, long time, maybe months, that new dog is on a leash. Whether it's a, 
whether it's one of these drag leashes that we sell that don't have a handle on it, uh, or whether it's a longer leash that we take outside, or uh, maybe eventually, after the dog is through uh, training and it'll do recalls in the face of distraction on long lines, we may use a remote collar. In fact, we always use a remote collar and low level stimulation. When the new dog comes out, when he's in the house, he's always on a leash. These drag leashes don't have handles on it so that if the, the dog is dragging the handle or the, the leash around the house, the handle's not gonna catch on something. It just goes through it. That's why we like the drag leashes. But when the new dog is in our home, we will either have the dog tethered to us, whether it's the leash is through our belt, or the leash is in our hand. If we can't have the dog tethered to us, if we can't keep the leash in our hand, that dog goes back in the dog crate. Now, when the dog goes outside, it's on a leash. In the beginning, when we want to introduce our two dogs, we will uh, take these dogs for a walk on leash with two people. I'll handle the new dog, Cindy will handle uh, the existing dog. They learn that they can walk together. We don't let them intermingle and play or anything else. They learn that they got to walk together and, and be independent of one another. When we do do our walks, I'm not a big fan in the beginning of using a prong collar on a new dog uh, that we haven't taken through our training system. I prefer to use one of our dominant dog collars. The reason is, a lot of times when you get a new dog, it's not well trained. We assume that it's not well trained. They have to prove to us that they will listen to us and that they know the behaviors when we ask them to do something, sit uh, down, come. A lot of times, a dog, when it first gets a prong collar, gets overstimulated when it gets a prong collar correction. Uh, a prong collar can add drive to a dog. Uh, it can make a dog hectic, whereas a dominant dog collar for inappropriate behavior will take drive out of the dog. So you might want to think about that. There's a lot to read about on our website about prong collars versus dominant dog collars. I've done an article on how to use a dominant dog collar. Once we get to the point where we think, and this may take months, uh, where we think that, okay, maybe our dogs have learned that, the new dog has learned that it's now part of our family. Maybe our existing dog is finally accepted this new dog as being part of his family pack. When the time comes for us to deal with these dogs off leash, we'll do it with a fence in between them. We'll take them into our front yard. It's a chain link fence. You could go to say uh, a tennis court when nobody's around. Um, have your wife go inside, your friend go inside with one dog. You're on the other side of it. You let the dogs loose, see how they interact. See if there's any at the fence. If there is, you still have a problem. This system that I'm talking about is not a guaranteed system to end up always having dogs that can get along. We have dogs here, we have a couple of males here, that we would never put together. They're never gonna get along together. Just because I want it, just because Cindy wants it, doesn't mean that it's gonna happen. So you have to be prepared that maybe you're getting a dog, maybe you're getting, you have a female and you're getting a new female, 
And they're always going to hate one another. Maybe the new adult dog that you got has, has been attacked one time in a dog fight, and once a female, it's not, it's not, it's not sex uh, specific, once a dog has been attacked, most of the time, it's going to be dog aggressive for the rest of its life. Now, maybe you can teach it that your house dog is not one that's going to attack it, but you have to be very, very careful. Now, the worst dog fights are between females. So if you're bringing a new adult female into your home and you already own another female and you don't know the history, maybe you went to uh, uh, a rescue and you got a female, you don't know the history on that female, you don't know whether that female is dog aggressive or not. Um, maybe you don't have a lot of experience recognizing uh, signs of aggression just before a dog fight and there are always signs of aggression. If you don't know this, you just don't put them together. You just don't take a chance on doing it. People that have more than one house dog, let's say you have two house dogs and one of them is a little dog and you're bringing a larger dog in or you're bringing a smaller dog in and you have two larger dogs. If you have a situation where one of those dogs is dog aggressive and you miss the signs and you have a dog fight and you're not there, Almost always the dog fight is going to involve all the dogs. If there's, a, if there's a fight going on, everybody jumps in the pile. And I can't tell you uh, how many emails that I've kept in my files where people come home from work and find one of their dogs dead because the other dogs that were there killed it. So this is a very serious thing and you want to do it correctly when you do it. Think long and hard about just bringing a dog in and letting it go loose. Um, Another thing to keep in the back of your mind is I wrote an article on why dog parks are not a good idea. I would uh, strongly recommend that you not take your dogs to a dog park. The only thing that we use dog parks for are distractions. When we're doing our training, we'll do on-leash training, and when we get to the point where we're doing off-leash training with low-level stimulation uh, and remote collars, We'll go near a dog park and we'll use the dogs that are on the other side of the fence as a distraction to proof our dogs on recalls and the various other behaviors that we expect them to do. But very seriously here, go to our website, read the article that I wrote on dog parks, read what people say underneath of it. Do people get along by taking their dogs to dog parks? Yes, occasionally, but when do you know when the next person that walks into that park doesn't really appreciate how aggressive their dog is and they cut it loose and it runs around and attacks your dog. You're in a big problem if that happens, so think about it. Now the last thing that I think is important when you bring a new dog into your house is to sit down with your family, even if your family only uh, is your wife or your partner or your roommate and actually write down a set of rules that everybody agrees on. You know, write down who's going to feed the dog? What time are you going to feed the dog? Who's going to deal with exercising the dog and what kind of exercising are you going to do? Where are you going to take it? Are you going to agree that, uh, or does everybody agree that the dog has to stay on leash? What kind of training system are you going to use? We use marker training here. Marker training is absolutely the best kind of training for new dogs because it's all positive. And it can be done during the period of time that you're doing your pack structure training for your new dog.
So they don't conflict because there's no, no corrections. Sit down and be on the same plane for when are you going to add corrections in your training? Everybody has to agree to that. They all have to agree that they're not going to leave toys laying around. They're not going to take a chance on having a dogfight. And everybody should understand that, hey, this may take months. This may take, uh, this may never work. It may never be that these two new dogs can get along. Uh, as long as everybody agrees to that, you know, I don't think it's a good idea where one person uh, in the family says today, okay, I'm just going to cut them loose in the living room and see what happens. I think it should be a, a family decision and everybody needs to be on the same page. And when that happens, you do end up with calm, submissive, well-mannered pets that fit within your family pack. Uh, for those people that are new to dog training, I would say uh, get our basic dog obedience tape. Look at marker training. I wrote an article on the power of training dogs with markers. I did a video on the same title. Um, we have a video on uh, how to establish pack structure with a family pet. A video right now on how to establish pack structure with your puppy when you get a new puppy. Um, we have a video on uh, uh, remote collar training for the pet owner, which is basically finish work. You know, we don't train behaviors with a remote collar. We finish the training with off-leash work with remote collars. But again, that's not something to go in here. Um, get everybody on the same page and your chances of success um, are way, way, way higher. So good luck. Mm -hmm.